Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christ has ascended into the heavens. We celebrated that just not long ago. Now it is 50 days past since the resurrection, and we are again celebrating one of the greatest feasts in the church. The inception, as some have called it, where the church is born by the Holy Spirit as though he goes out with the word of every tribe, nation, and language. The word of the gospel is sent forth that the nations would be claimed, the people made to be the people of God through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit as he pours out his grace. He is the comforter, the promised one whom the Lord had said would come, who would proceed from the Father and the Son to dwell with us and lead us into all the truth. He has come. God, the Holy Spirit, has come unto us to bless us richly. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit is to the soul what breath is to your body. He gives you faith. He also sustains you in the faith by the blessed word and sacraments. Without the Spirit of God living within you, it is inevitable that your faith dries up like old bones, becoming brittle and dead And there in your rotting tomb of a body comes to dwell the demons of Satan. You heard the psalmist cry out, My hands are reached out towards you, and my soul is like a parched land. We pray like that. The Christian desires the Spirit of God, the living water to be poured out, on our dry land, that it would have life again. And God sends forth that Spirit. The Spirit of God comes to all who have that faith that he has provided. A promise which God has made to send his Holy Spirit is fulfilled by God to all those who seek him in truth and abide in his word as Jesus has spoken. When you seek to do the will of God by learning and trying by the grace of God to be obedient to the Ten Commandments, there you will find the strength of the Holy Spirit. He will come to aid you to help you follow the paths of righteousness. When you seek the Lord in prayer, there it is, the Holy Spirit will be found within you, crying out, Abba, Father. And the Spirit of God is not just some passive instrument of the Lord. No, He is active within you fighting against the sinful nature that does not wish to hallow God's name or let God's kingdom come. God sends to you his spirit with purpose to break and to hinder every evil plan of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature 
as we see from Christ's own words given to us today. It was not too long ago that you heard this text, that Jesus visited his disciples when they were in the upper room, locked behind a closed door for fear of the Jews, and he went and passed through and appeared among them and said, Peace be with you. And then again, he said to them, Peace be with you. And after he had said that, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. That is the power which God has given to the church on earth. The remission of sins is the power of Pentecost. The remission of sins is a power of God to break and hinder the plans of the devil and the world and our sinful nature which wish for each and every one of us to live in fear, despair, and to continue in all manners of wickedness. It is imperative that this, the office of the keys, be upheld in every place. It is imperative that this be upheld in every place of Christendom so that the devil may not reign The church must uphold not only forgiving sins of the penitent, but also withholding forgiveness from the impenitent for as long as they do not repent. Because that is nothing else than giving to them what belongs to the penitent, the humble, those who confess of their sins. Withholding forgiveness is nothing else than communion with Christ and his church. And to all who refuse the spirit of God through the ministry of the gospel as God gave it on Pentecost are outside of the communion of God. Who among us would take their most precious pearls and throw them before swine? Who would dare among us mock the gospel and the atonement of Christ by prescribing the medicine of immortality to those who keep counsel with themselves and the devil, or absolving those who wish to continue to live in sin and who do not wish, by the grace of God, to sin no more. We preach that one cannot be justified apart from faith in Christ, and God has made very clear where we are to find Christ. He is in the Word. He is in the Holy Bible. He is in the font where you were baptized into his baptism and his righteousness. He is in the bread and in the cup for the forgiveness of sins and life immortal. All who will not at any cost be gathered around these things will be left outside the doors of heaven when he comes again in glory. All who do not mourn their sins and plead for the mercy of God have not faith which receives the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. But know this day the peace which is beyond all our understanding, the abundance of peace to those who are cut to the heart because of their sins. God preaches to you his forgiveness. You who are humble before the Lord will not be found wanting for anything, 
The parched land of your soul will be filled with springs of living water. There shall not be found a dry crack on it. Today is a testament of this. For immediately we find out later in this chapter of Acts, when those who had heard Peter's sermon were cut to the heart, having known that it was their sins which crucified Christ, it is too that they were immediately given the Holy Spirit. They were baptized into the forgiveness of sins. And this promise was not only for them, but it was also for their families, for their children, for even the Gentile nations, as this word of God, as you heard it yourselves today, went out into every language and all heard the gospel that Pentecost day. The Lord desires to dwell within us. And so he uses the power of the remission of sins to cleanse our bodies, to make your body a temple for the Lord. It is as if God says to you, I am the Lord, your God, your Savior. I send to you my spirit. I have now called you by name. You are mine. I have forgiven you the debt of your sins by the blood of my son. The Spirit shall sustain you in the faith, daily and richly forgiving all your sins and guiding you into all the truth of my holy word. He shall be with you when you pray. He shall be with you in the fiery trials of temptation. He shall be with you when you fast and when you discipline your body as to keep it from evil. He shall be with you when you suffer all things for my name. He shall sanctify you in the paths of righteousness for my name's sake, that you may be holy before me. He shall be with you when you sanctify the holy day at all costs with my word. With him you shall lack not one ounce of my peace. The Spirit of God has been outpoured upon us, upon the whole world, so that every child of the earth can call out in faith to the Maker of the heavens and the earth and all things within them. The Spirit of God has descended from on high to speak through the mouth of the holy evangelists, even to this day and through the end of days, in order to bring the peace of God to all people to every tribe, nation, and language under heaven. The Comforter has proceeded from the Father and the Son so that the precious blood of Christ would be be delivered to all who have need of it. Every man, woman, and child seeking God's grace shall be met with his mercy. He, the Holy Ghost, is as we confess the life giver, for he takes what is Christ and declares it to you. And he is with us this Sabbath day to do that very thing. Bestow unto you the life of immortality. He is with us this holy Sabbath day so that you may have the gifts which Christ has won. He is with us this day to deliver to each of us what we could not obtain ourselves so that each of us may receive into our bodies the life which our souls need. 
the life of Christ. And then be renewed again in our souls so that our bodies may fight against our sinful nature, against the world, and against the powers of the evil one. The Holy Spirit is given to you again this day that the outpouring of truth which you hear may be received into your hearts and minds that you may meditate upon it, inwardly digest it, and that the fruits of the Spirit may blossom upon you. The Holy Spirit is given to you this day that this outpouring of truth and love which came the first Pentecost day to every nation and language may also be perpetually brought forth among us and be given, given, not only retained within us, but given to the world, to all who live around us, to all who you will confess as witnesses of the Christ and of his word. May God, the Holy Spirit, outpoured upon you this day, encourage you in the one true faith. May he calm your troubled hearts when you must face any fears that this world has to send your way. May he calm your troubled hearts, most especially with whatever sins are bothering you, whatever guilt you may have in your mind, the Holy Spirit will point you to this right here. The Son of God lifted high upon the cross for your sins and resurrected on the third day that you would stand justified before God the Father in heaven. The Holy Spirit will calm your troubled hearts by showing you the abundant love of the Father who sent the Son and the Son who died willingly for you. And may that love And that truth be poured out over every person that God places in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.